Geek Shock. It has been so long since I've seen the Austin Powers films. Yes. Uh, I've caught the, the, the first one like here and there lately, just like flipping to the like channels. random yeah. HBO. Yeah, exactly. And uh, then I think, well, you know, I have all three films on Blu-ray. I should probably just marathon them someday. Just enjoy them at your leisure. Yeah, exactly. That's the best one. Yeah. Well, because I never catch it at the beginning of the film. It's always like in the middle of the film or at the very tail end of the film. So it's like, well, while it's still funny, it's something that really needs to be enjoyed beginning to end. So. That's true. Although I think, was it Austin Powers 2 that has the peeing fountain scene? Yes. Uh, I think that's the last time I laughed at the movie to the point of pain. <laughs> No, that that's... was the third one. That was the third one that was the with the fountain. Really? That was the yeah. third one? Yeah. Wow. Cause wow. That was the third one. Is the one that Beyonce was in. So okay, yeah, they, yeah, that one, that moment, <laughs> the the straining face moment, just and the and the <laughs> and the, the the really not necessarily awkward product placement of the Aquafina, yeah. where he where he holds the bottle like he's, he holds the bottle so that the label is clearly visible as he's drinking it sure. to to continue the fountain. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty. For all your extraction needs, Aquafina. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I uh, I have the mystical ability to turn on uh, Jaws during the uh, uh, <laughs> Iowa scene. I, I when they're when they're discussing scars and stuff, and I go into the story about the Iowa. I I I've turned it up probably on a dozen times. I've turned it on in that scene at some point. You have a weird sixth sense. It's weird. So now I'm gonna have to test that. I'll have to since I have the the anniversary Blu-ray of Jaws. I'll have to pop that in someday before you get here and see where it's at when you get here. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, started early. Speaking of starting early, welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number 226. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. I'm Fact Check Dandy. And, and we're here to talk Week and Geek. Yeah, no, that's that's a quiet <laughs> yeah. chair right now. Yes. Uh, the famous Paul says he's on the way, but it's so late that we're starting this. We can't wait any longer. Uh, time got away from him. El Presidente will be yes. here soon. <laughs> right. So... We are not watching clowns because we're waiting for him. He runs on his own schedule. He does. But that's just Paul time. Yes. Paul time well, is expected. When you're getting paid, you kind of have to go with other people's. <laughs> you have to follow who pays yeah. the bill. That's yes. true. Yeah, Let I guess go. he is the only paid performer in this, uh, at the end right here at the moment. Uh, we're all paid. We're, we're just not paid, paid to, to yeah, perform. Exactly. <laughs> that's insane, yeah. That is a fine, in, fine without, without Luddite here. Yeah. But... Uh, before we get into the geeky things, um, something came to attention of a, a fellow of the podcast, uh, Rub out of China. Uh-huh. Um, he's uh, done some work with Paul, good friend of Barry, done work with Barry in the past. Uh, always listen to our show from China. Well, apparently till now, uh, we got uh, this comment from him. Uh, not sure what you guys did to be blocked in China, but the Green Dam has a nice filter on all of your media. Was never a problem before. I had to go almost a month without the Ugly Couch show. It was pretty dismal beyond the choking pollution and the massive clam dicks for dinner. So, yeah, uh, now banned in China, folks. We're, we're officially internationally recognized. I want that T-shirt. Big <laughs> shock. Banned in China. Becoming infamous one country at a time. This is true. This is true. So 
So if you're listening in China, how? I want to know. <laughs> but nice. uh, so that's great, and I would love to hit Paul. What's your uh, response on that? Uh, that's why he's not. All right, nothing. Now he wow. will just join in when he gets here, and probably be all apologies, just like Nirvana. Then he'll go to the bathroom. Then he'll go to the bathroom. And then come out a half hour later. <laughs> Although we could say really terrible things about him now because it's not like he's going to hear it. That's true. But we do that when he's here That's anyway. True. Also, yeah. I mean, Takes all the fun out. Any geeky things you want to get off your chest, gentlemen? Uh, I saw the Lego movie. I hear good things yeah. about this movie. Everybody's raving about it it's, at work. I expected to enjoy it. And there was more to it than that. I did enjoy it, but there was like, oh, oh that's cool. Oh. I, I really like, um, they did all the animation as if everything was made of Legos. It is, it is you know, computer generated, it's, it's, you know, 3D animation. But all, you know, there are explosions, there's fire, but it's all made to look like Legos. It's all, it's all block generated. Nice. Yeah. I caught a little behind the scenes clip on it uh, the other night, flipping through the channels. And it was pretty impressive how they were doing the renderings like they weren't trying to render it to look like cg they were trying to render it to look like it was somebody's box of legos that were animated so it was almost the, in a kind of pseudo stop motion animation style okay but the uh the rendering like the texturing and everything on everything has flaws on it like there's seams in the helmets so like you remember the old spaceman right, seams helmet. are there yeah uh the seams are there there's little pits in the plastic and huh. and all this stuff and i was just really amazed at the the amount of thought that went into detailing each little piece of the movie like even the blocks have each block regardless of how big they are or what distance you're looking at it on the screen has the lego logo on the post okay just like the actual lego bricks in real life so uh yeah just really really impressive the amount of detail that went into this all right did you see the movie i still have not seen the movie i was gonna i was thinking about doing that today didn't wake up in time uh had trouble falling asleep last night uh but uh i think i might go see it tomorrow yeah it's totally worth it will arnett is terrific with the batman thing and uh um I didn't catch it. I was looking at the credits, but um, Wonder Woman is voiced by um, crap. Um, my crap, uh, Marta Hill, Colby Smoke, uh, Colby Smolders. Yeah, really. Okay. Yeah. Well, Barry would be happy. So that. yeah, finally we have our Wonder Woman. <laughs> That's funny. Nice. But yeah, uh, uh, did you? And uh, I guess uh, Will Arnett was on. Okay, one of the late night shows. Uh, maybe Jimmy Kimmel, uh, but he was, he was on one of the late night shows and doing his Batman voice, doing uh, school closings. I heard about the school closings. I really like that. No, Denbury. Your school is closed. I'll be honest with you. I saw the first trailer for the Lego movie, and it did not impress me at all. I seem to remember seeing that on the cast, and I was like, "Eh, no, I want to see it. And And so... You know, I I have to say that the very first trailer they put out was kind of lackluster, but then the follow-up one actually was one that kind of sold me on it. I'm like, you know, this looks kind of cool. I want to go see it. But now that I've seen like a little of the back behind the scenes stuff and 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 you know people that are friends of mine that have gone and seen it co-workers have gone and seen it and everybody can't stop raving about it so i'm like well guess i'm gonna have to go see it now myself i i of course took the kids and then frankie went to netflix and started diving into trying to find other lego movies <laughs> and she was really disappointed with the other ones there are other lego movies well there is other there's a ton of lego movies there's all the really? bionicle movies but they're they're computer they're, they're not, shitty they're not animated like this they're animated with 
Legos that bend and Legos that, you know, the backgrounds are just regular backgrounds. It's just Lego characters walking through an animated movie or characters oh, okay. based on Legos. All right. Donald and- Faison, who was on Scrubs, uh, did had had a, a series of little Star Wars Lego movies that he did on YouTube for a while. And I, for the life of me, cannot remember the name of the the shorts that he did. Shoot. Huh. I'm going to have to look that up here. I mean, it's actually it's a little jerky. It actually looks a little like stop motion. They sort of put the jerkiness into it. So, it, uh, okay. yeah, it's fun. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I do want to give this time of day. Whether I'll see it in the theater, I don't know. But but I, I've been convinced I should see it. I, uh, Black Stormtrooper, that was the name of it. I don't know why well, I couldn't remember that. Black Stormtrooper? Well, that's the thing. That's that's his bit, is that he's like the only Black Stormtrooper amongst all these white Stormtroopers, and then comedy ensues. Uh, it's on YouTube, and it's literally called Black Stormtroopers. So that's if you get a chance, remember, I guess. Yeah, it's, if you get a chance, look it up. Uh, some of them are funnier than others, but it's it's amusing, and it's all stop-motion animated. So, I mean, it's literally just... You know them animating actual Lego characters into these scenes. So, anyway, it's worth checking out. Yeah, I was. Uh, I won't say tricked is the word I'm looking for, but uh, my misunderstanding and forgetting about British culture caused me to buy something that was absolutely kind of stupid. Oh, oh, um, wasn't rubbers, was it? <laughs> no, that's never <laughs> stupid, unless you buy the the holy ones. Then that's pretty stupid. But there's a. A thing that gets released in England, I don't know if it's anywhere else in Europe, but I know it happens in England, uh, annuals. Okay. Okay. Annuals are, are, well, it can be many things, but it tends to be mostly puzzle books for children Okay. when it comes down to it. And so it'll usually have some stories, maybe some reprints of comics books, or maybe some prose or something. And But uh, they're called annuals, and they, they put one out for ev- like every major thing that a kid might be into whether it's uh doctor who uh thomas Travelers, the train sure yeah okay sure. Sure. there's an annual for there's there were star trek annuals it just anything that captured the pop culture zeitgeist um well i was looking at minecraft books mm-hmm. and i saw some ones that were only printed in europe right. by by mojang the company itself and one of them was annual 2014, and I look look in the pages in there, and it was how to build this sort of thing. And so mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's cool! It must be a collaboration of great builds from 2014." Okay. In, in, in the annual thing, not remembering that annual is a puzzle book for children. So you have a bunch of dot to dot puzzles and uh, I cheap have a mazes, lot, and yeah, there 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 are three builds in there. Uh, although they, it is written by Paul Soros Jr who is the, one of the first guys to do YouTube tutorials on Minecraft and who is absolutely incredible, mm-hmm. by the way. Super entertaining, and he has taught me everything I know about Minecraft. Uh, so those, I don't know, 12 pages were interesting, mm-hmm. but the rest of it, I'm like, God damn it, I forgot what an annual was. I, was, I completely forgot well, what you, I was... You saved me because I didn't know what it was before that, so now I'll know. So, so this is your warning. Annoying is half the battle. Out there, if, if you're buying something overseas and it's called an annual and you are under 14 oh yeah sorry you're over 14 it's not for you so how much did you get reamed for nah it's not much 12 bucks uh so and that's overseas shipping too included so you know it's it is a cheap lesson oh oh ringy dingy do i wonder who that could be trying to buzz himself (laughs) on in this is annoying as when i came back 
So yeah, the uh, the Mo Yang annual. They have two other books on building things, and I'm afraid to buy them now. Because because I love you, Mo Yang. I love your game, and I love what you can do in the game. But I'm pretty once bitten twice shy right now. Yeah. No. Cue the piano. No, I will not cue that piano. <laughs> Great White can keep it to themselves. I like that piano in there. Now, last week we did go see, uh, I took Jeff to go see the Guilty Pleasures right, in town. Right, yes. Uh, if uh, you don't know who they are, they Amazing. were voted the best cover band in Las Vegas of 2013 by the Las Vegas Weekly, I think. Well, my, my tweet that, uh, last week sums it up pretty well. Uh, a cover of Hall & Oates' Maneater featuring a real saxophone. Wow. That is true. They do. I, have I mean, uh, yeah. Now, you, you have to get the joke of the Guilty Pleasures. The Guilty yes. Pleasures are a yacht rock band. They cover soft rock standards of the 70s and 80s, but they do it with a lot of humor, a lot of improvisation. And a lot of flair. A lot of flair and, and a lot of reverence to the material. Oh, and yes. So they play the songs well, and everybody in the band sings, so the harmonies are impeccable. Uh, they are really good vocalists. But they also realize that they're just playing some of the cheesiest stuff in history, and so there are in-jokes thrown in there all the time. Uh, one of my favorite ones being in the Pina Colada song. Uh, they change the lyrics a little around. says, If you like making love at midnight to some dude in a cape. You know, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they'd, <laughs> oh, what the hell is it? Um, what the hell was that book? There was a whole book full of people misheard lyrics. lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they do a little thing. Throw that in. If you're not ready for it, you know, it'll take you off guard and hit you in, in the funnies. Plus, the uh, 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 J- uh, John Celentano, the, one of the main singers of the group, the lead guy, he plays, uh, uh, what's his name? Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. His name is Michael MacDonald. Mm-hmm. And he does, the, he does a better Michael McDonald impersonation than Michael McDonald does. Wow. Yeah. It, it, his vocal styling as Michael McDonald is, I mean, truly impeccable. I mean, literally, if you were in the same room with the two and they were both singing, you wouldn't be able to tell the two apart. Yep, we're, we're done, it's Paul. It's that good. <laughs> and guess who... Holy I'm shit, a clean-shaven Paul Mattingly. Oh, wow, yeah. So that's what took you so long. What? You clean-shaved. Oh, well, that was for the gig. That's for, of course ah, it was for yeah. the gig. Yes. And well, we'll talk about that in a second. I'll let you get situated while I finish this up. Right. Uh, the thing that the Guilty Pleasures does so well, though, is once a set... They will do a inspired cover of a heavy metal slash hard rock song, and so uh, they they will do the Scorpions' "Rock You Like a Hurricane." They will do "Enter Sandman" by Metallica, um, "Run to the Hills" by Iron Maidens, another one, mm-hmm. uh, "Talk Dirty to Me" by Poison. But they rewrite them as if they were written by Michael McDonald in 1981. Wow! And do an incredible, incredibly creative job of it. Yeah, the, the Inner Sandman was classic. It was it was Michael McDonald singing Inner Sandman as an eight, early '80s style. Riff. And they it introduced it with this huge story, background story of how this song came to existence and how Michael McDonald actually wrote all the hits that you ever heard in your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, had no, I had not heard of this band until you talked about them last week. When you were going out to it, and now now I'm really eager to see them. They well, I highly recommend it. Posted it was great. Yeah. I've gotten to see Richard Cheese perform a bunch of times, and uh, actually, I'm on his mailing list, and he's blowing out his uh, lounge mart. He's, he's, he's oh. getting rid of his, his product. Oh, wow. So he's either... This is the time to buy. 
I, he's either some well, there's not much left, Nike. No, okay. I think you can, can get a G string for two bucks or something with that. Uh, <laughs> well, I need G one. String. So, which says, well, what about the rest of your guitar? I like pick on it. I think <laughs> he was uh, he was in cute. concert here last year, and I totally missed him, and I was so upset, and I yeah. haven't seen any postings I, of when he's going to be here this year. I had it on my radar, and I just if something else was going on, I couldn't make it. But uh, yeah. uh, thank you, Paul. Thank you for thank you for getting us banned in China. I didn't get you banned in China. <laughs> that had to be you. No way. It had to be you. I like to think we actually generate enough traffic to be a blip. <laughs> but uh, who knows? Their their whims and wiles are. This is true. You know, there's a lot of sites far. Oh, oh yeah. Nicer than us and far worse than us that are banned. Sure, so. it doesn't take much. No. I, I already said uh, becoming infamous one country at a time. Slowly yeah. but surely. I gotta the say, infamous Paul. Now that you're, I, yeah. you're now that I'm infamous, shaved, Paul. you're shaved, and you got the trucker hat on. Mm-hmm. You really now you, show your Kentucky roots right, right now. now. You, now you feel it. Now yeah. you see. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's no longer. He's he's back to season one, Riker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so, can you talk about your presidency? Yeah. All right. I, uh, t- you were involved in a news story. Yes. Uh, I you, mean, it's out there. Yeah, go you, check it out. Yeah, you can go on. To, yeah, you can go on yeah. to the famous Paul's Facebook pages as it posted there. Well, with, here's the thing: there's a hashtag, so you can look this up on the Facebook, on the Twitters, and especially on Vine. Okay, we got a bunch of Vine videos. So if you oh, want to watch okay. me being a goofball on Vine, look up hashtag Vegas Pardon. That's V E G A S P A R D O N, all one word. Hashtag Vegas Pardon to see me dressed up like a weird version of President uh, George what, Washington. Whatever, God yeah. damn, you look like Amadeus, right? So somewhere <laughs> between George Washington and uh, and uh, um, Christopher Lloyd, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very, a very flashy, flamboyant, ridiculous president. But it was a lot of fun. So we shot some vines for promotion. On one day, and then yesterday, Monday, I spent my entire morning at the McCarran Airport greeting passengers as they were heading for their departing flights and uh, offering them pardons for any uh, behavior they may have gotten up to uh, over the weekend. That is that is fantastic. It was a really brilliant idea, really great little marketing campaign uh, from the Visitor Bureau, and uh, just really fun to do. And it was great. Lots of photos getting made. Lots of news crews were there, and I made the Fox Evening News, and... Yeah, famous Paul strikes again, baby. Now is this something I didn't have to shave? For is that something going to be doing every now and then? Or I don't think so. It was just a one-time thing. I mean, if it catches fire, who knows? I mean, it was cute and all, but we'll see if it really, really clicks. Uh, there's some fun vines. First, yeah, the first one I came across is of uh, a very presidential-looking Paul behind a desk with his feet up on the desk, mm-hmm. signing with a, a feather pen. Yes, I got to use my crazy. Feathery quill. That was yours. You no, 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 no. It wasn't no, even no. a prop. Okay. No, it was oh. a prop. But, oh, but okay. I just got to. It became my my uh, little. Uh... <laughs> I didn't realize there was audio with this one. <laughs> There's audio right, with yeah, most of yeah, them. Yeah, that's all right. Ah, I can't get it to stop. Stop. There we go. <laughs> so yeah. So that so, was. Uh, so it looked like a good time. It was a great time, and you know, yeah, I'm I'm acting in Vegas. It's great getting paid back. <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, R&R Partners, the production company, the, the ad company that I worked with, excellent people, and uh, really, really fun. I hope I get to do it again. So we'll see. Yeah. I would I would love to be the president of Vegas again. It was great. I was the uh, president look, of Las Vegas yeah. for the morning. It was wonderful. Well, and also, you and uh, Sweet Maddie D are in uh, some Olympic-inspired Oh, that's right. Uh, did we talk about those commercials last week? I don't think we did. Okay, yeah. So uh, there are commercials if you want to see me. And yes. uh, I just filmed a piece for uh, United Nissan here in Vegas. You can look up United Nissan... Uh, 
Clunker Winter Games on the old YouTubes. Clunker. United Nissan Clunker Winter Games, curling and bobsled. Uh, and um, we're in both of those, and it's pretty funny. I get to knock stuff off of cars. It's and good times. I, I think off the air last, last week we were saying that we were amazed how – well written they are, and apparently you and Matt wrote them. We got to riff most of it. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But it was it was it was really good times. Those guys came up with a fun concept, and they wanted people who could, you know, improvise on the fly. So we gave them a bunch of silly material, and they put it all together nicely. Wait, you and Sweet Maddie D can improvise on the fly? Fucking a, what? Can. What? Born to do it. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, really busy this year with gigs and stuff. It's wonderful, and we're Very only two thankful. months into the year. I know. I'm really really happy about it all, and. Uh, I went and saw wrestling this weekend. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, Sunday night. Sorry, um, Magic Dude. Go uh, ahead. It was kind of it was kind of wackadoodle. It was uh, WWE live, so it wasn't even a taped thing. So everybody was kind of they're all kind of taking it easy on each other, and mm. it was all right. It was fun, but we left as soon as uh, John Cena and uh, Rand- <laughs> Randy Orton got up there. My really? wife, yeah, uh, protest. Well, well, I mean, <laughs> you don't want to watch a Cena Orton match that nothing's going to change, and. Yeah, this this close to WrestleMania, it's like whatever. But uh, it's just funny because those of you who are in the know, John Cena is a very divisive character in the WWE. He's he's been the champion off and on for so long, and he people just he's just the character's just dumb as hell. He started off as like basically Mark Wahlberg. He started off as basically Marky Mark. Okay, that's the character that they came up with for him, and he's since evolved into this kind of weird. I don't think Marky Mark even came up with his own guy. Yeah, dude, it's just the strangest <laughs> fucking thing. But, but he's you know he's very clean cut. He's he's a literal cartoon character on the cover of the Fruity Pebbles box. You know, he's very much the franchise as he claims, and he is. He generates upwards of one hundred million dollars in merchandise sales alone for WWE so he's every with year. Somebody. He's hits with a lot of people, yeah. But a lot of people despise him too, and it's just really funny. As we were leaving, just as the match was starting, because we got to jump on, because we didn't want to, and it was great. We got got out just in time. So as we're leaving, uh, we left to the 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 chant of uh, it's it's all let's go Cena Cena sucks let's go Cena Cena sucks and you can't really tell which group is louder. It's it's equal, it really he really splits it down the middle, but it's really funny. You know, that's what you want though in a wrestler though. Isn't yeah, well he. Yeah, so, uh, he's some, got the, the, half the people love and half the people hate. With he people generates passion, passion precisely. Yeah. He generates oh. passion, and that's important. Y- you know, it's fake, right? <laughs> but it's <laughs> not though. Not fake. But it's not. You know I mean, what? it's the, the, it's the, fake. It's developed and it's created, but the script, the love of the characters, not. Not only fake. that. Not only that. The performance is not fake. This is this is fighty ballet. You know, and yeah. there are some dancers you like to watch, and there are some dancers that can suck an egg, and there are some dancers who can get by on personality. So you know, that's just the way this that that business is very different in that way. You know, if you're really good on the mic, people come to watch you no matter what. Yeah, the you know, the dancers that you get by on personality though are a cheap tip, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's what I mean. You don't want to so, be stuffing a ten in that g-string. But it's but it's you know, it's there's a lot of politicking and interesting stuff going on there. And I was terribly disappointed that CM Punk had left just weeks before I got to go to this event because he was scheduled to be at this event. Apparently, the card for that event that we went and saw changed multiple times because of all the shakeups and things that have been going on inside the company. Wow. So it was uh, it was interesting. It was interesting. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, not the most fun I've had. Not as much fun as the TNA event I saw a couple weeks ago. 
uh, or a couple months ago. That was that was with, with Hulk Hogan and everything. Oh, that was, okay. That was a lot of fun. TNA event, I think, other uh, things. Sorry, yeah, sorry, I was sorry, thinking yeah. the same. What is TNA Total event? Impact Total, Total Wrestling. Non-stop Total action. Non-stop Action Wrestling, yeah, thank you. As opposed to tits and ass. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also which, that. Which, which we're famous for. Which, but it's also that, too. Which was Glow, so I thought you saw Glow. So okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. Uh, it was good. I mean, the the, the what I uh, the TNA thing was good. This this was not as good as the TNA thing, which to me says a lot. I feel like WWE is on the downslope, but we know this. But whatever. Good times. All right. Uh, Hell of a geeky thing. Uh, that was my geeky thing, and then um, what else? I think that's about it. Uh, and I voraciously tore through all of season two of House of Cards this week. Yeah. Well, did you like it? Yeah, it's good. Because I plan on starting it tomorrow. It's so. really good. Yeah, I was going to look at that, too. It's really good. Yay, because I enjoyed the first season. The first season was hard for me to get through. Well, they're bad people. Right? Well, just you wait. But this season is a lot more watchable. All right. Hmm. A lot more watchable. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, though. I'm trying to watch season three of Walking Dead. Boring. Hmm. Boring. Season season three? Two seems to be the one that people think is boring. Oh, season three is putting me to bed. Really? Oh, the first half. I guess part. Of, no, I'm watching. I'm in the. I'm in the second half. You're caught up. Okay. I'm not quite caught up. I'm not quite done with season three. But I, I'm just that governor does nothing for me. I don't find him compelling in the least. Hmm. Um, well, let's just say Andrea's terrible. It's laying the groundwork for some shit, dude. Yeah, I have no time. No patience for that. No patience. No whatsoever. Pa- I have it's, no patience for development. It's no, it's no. all <laughs> important stuff, though. No. It doesn't seem like it. You now. don't know where it's going. He's right. I've read the entire comic book series. I have an inkling, but you don't know where it's going with this because it's different than the comic, all right? right. Well, it is. Yeah. Well, I've had we'll several see. people tell me that it was Snorlax today. I watched two episodes and I was like, "God damn, this show is boring." <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. Not the first time I've heard this levied against the show, but usually not for season three. It's always it's, two. Yeah, it's funny. Hmm. I mean, this is really boring. Yeah, I'm still in two. People argue a zombie shows up. Yawn. <laughs> Now that does seem to be the a little bit. way it works out. A little bit. Still, there's worse stuff on TV. That sounds like a decent enough segue for news you don't give a shit about. Here it comes from your butt uh, to much. your mouth. Oh, Candy Crush Saga. Oh, these uh, ass clowns. This is shit we give a shit about. kind of is because it's so awful. Right? Is this about the, the fact that it's a ripoff of a game that was out two years before it? Something like that. Uh, uh, Candy Crush Saga, not only a ripoff of Bejeweled, but it's also stepped in the toes of some already existing games, too. Yep. Uh, and uh, Albert Ransom, creator of the 2010 game Candy Swipe, wants to set the record straight. According to Ransom, who explained the situation in a recent what a open funny letter. name. Right? <laughs> recent open letter to the, on his website uh, that the, addressed to the company. He, yeah, I've read this. He created Candy Swipe in order to create a loving tribute to his deceased mother, who, quote, always liked these sort of games, meaning games in which you swipe swipe at chains of connecting objects to score points. Uh, He filed for the trademark back in 2010, and everything was hunky-dory until 2012 or so, when King.com attempted to file their own trademark for Candy Crush Saga. Immediately, Ransom became concerned, because in addition to a very similar name, Candy Crush Saga did this thing where it sort of looks exactly like Candy Swipe, uh, right down to using the word sweet when you connect them together. Yeah. The pictures a similar are, font, too. The pictures are uncanny, the side-by-side. Yeah. He used like candy corn instead and the, right. you know, the hearts. So there were different iconography, but it's the same game. Uh, so he filed for a likelihood of confusion against King.com and quietly opposed the game's trademark for the past year and a half. 
Now Ransom reports King.com is petitioning to have his candy swipe trademark revoked instead so they can purchase it for themselves. In the same way, they recently bought a similarly named game called Candy Crusher early this month. Uh, this is the last straw. Ransom wrote in his letter, quote, I've spent over three years working on this game as an independent app developer. I learned how to code on my own after my mother passed away, and Candy Swipe was my first and most successful game. It's my livelihood, and now you are now attempting to take that away from me. You have taken away the possibility of Candy Swipe blossoming into what it had the potential of becoming. I have been quiet, not to exploit the situation, hoping that both sides could agree on a peaceful resolution. However... Your move to buy a trademark for the sole purpose of getting away with infringing on the candy swipe trademark and goodwill just sickens me, unquote. And this isn't the first time we've seen a larger app company steal the name or concept of a much smaller app. Uh, King.com, though, is taking it a step further by trying to buy candy swipes name out from under them. Candy Swipe's not the only company to get targeted either, as King.com has also gone after the banner saga, as we talked about last week. Uh, clearly, this is a sign not only that King.com is actually kind of a huge dick of a company, but we need some massive amounts of intellectual property reform to ensure this stuff stops happening. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If it takes this, great. I hope it actually gets some attention. Uh, I, the right kind. It, I, I'm not so hopeful it will. I mean, I'm yeah, hopeful that does, it will. He doesn't but have just the money for the lawyers. Money. That well, yeah, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, King is making some ridiculous amount of yeah. money per day, and they, then they're planning on going to a publicly traded yeah. company within what six months. Yeah, they were trying yeah. to Which do an expects IPO. To have a the value only of light at the million? end of this tunnel is you know a year and a half, two years from now, they'll be Zynga. You know, they'll become yeah. irrelevant and gone, buried by some new trend. But it's really kind of it's it's upsetting that you just you're outspent in the courts. It's right. not it's not that you're in the right or the wrong. No, it's outspent. It comes down to who can outspend the other person. Get who ready can, for season two of House of Cards. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Have a good time with that shit. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it's just it's sad, you know. This guy develops a game. He actually makes a you know a decent living off of it and he's not making a lot of money off of it but enough to you know get by and stuff and you know here comes his king and they're trying to you know kill his app yeah. by, by the time somebody gets into the judicial system who has the background to understand these cases it'll be 15 generations beyond this you're right you're right that's another big part of it too well not only that but well, the it won't courts, matter. If, it won't yeah. matter if the lawyers know what they're talking about. Yeah, how long is it going to take till the judges do? Yeah, yeah. Well, the judges and Forever. the juries are are usually the, that end up on these cases know nothing about the sure. technology. So they're basing their decision on a complete lack of understanding yep. of what they're trying to rule on. Now, what do these uh, these here widgets have there? Explain that to me, then. Now, this, is this one of them things that goes through the pipes, goes through the tubes? <laughs> the internet's a system of tubes, right? <laughs> yeah. Weekend Geek! Yay! Weekend for that geek. stuff. Uh, something not so depressing. Uh, I don't know. Depends on your definition of this one. Yeah, According right? to Harry Knowles, one of Paul's favorites, actor Jack Rayner has Can apparently be. been cast in Star Wars Episode Seven. Uh, no news yet as to the role Rayner will play in the eagerly anticipated new chapter in the Star Wars saga, but Knowles is pretty sure the actor has indeed been cast and not just going through the rounds of either screen testing or even negotiations. Going to Bleeding Cool, the real big news for Episode 7 will be the reveal of the female lead, who has apparently already been cast as well. 
So, mm. and her name is Angelina Jolie. Huh? Why are you saying that? Why not? I don't know. You're just throwing a name out there. I'm just throwing something a, you heard. I'm or? just throwing a name out there. But is this what you want? Um, I don't mind it. I, I'm, I'm saying it's a bad decision. But I'm, is this? You think it's a bad decision? No, I'm not saying it's a bad decision. Right. I'm saying, well, why just, that name? Why that name? Because yeah. the dominoes fall that way. What's her most recent huge project? Magn- Maleficent. Maleficent. 53 Disney kids. Disney picture. Who's back in that? Right, yeah. Disney picture. She's got 53 kids. Yeah. Yeah, she's got that. You know, she is the box office draw. You want to make sure the new Star Wars movies have mass appeal. Not that they won't already, but you want to make sure you get some new faces in the seats. You want to drag up a little more. I mean, mm-hmm. she and We're talking about Disney, a- though. Disney's not usually... I mean, they do that to... A- an extent. But she's a publicity machine. No, in but and like, but, but what I'm saying is, like, Disney's not as concerned about putting a major actor in a movie just to draw it without that person being talented enough to carry that film. Well, yeah, but I mean, she's talented. You yeah, want she's it, good. You want it to be Angelina Jolie. You know, it's going to be Kira Knightley. Oh, uh, you're right. You might be right. Well, who knows? Um, but like, I mean, they just had you know Tom Hanks and what's her name, and yeah, they, you know they're they're going for the big names. Tom Hanks is in Star Wars, like like yep. Jack Rayner. I would love Tom Hanks to be in Star Wars. No, of course they're going to go for some newbies too. I think JJ uh, is going to have some sway, but I don't know. I may, maybe I mean I'm just throwing that name out there. I would. Lo- I, she could be, be in anything. It would be interesting. She could be in anything. I'll watch it. Except Tomb Raider, she's terrible in Tomb Raider. Well, that's, that's not just, her fault. That's this not her movie's fault. terrible. Yeah, <laughs> she's actually good in Tomb Raider. Movies just shitty around her. Yeah. Even when, even when the James what, what, Bond in it. What, what's yeah. your, what's your, yeah, over there? That little strange noise. I'm I don't even saying, think I've I'm seen saying, either one of them all the way through. I, I, I don't think her performance in Tomb Well, you know what? I'll take this back because she was terrible in Salt. That's a shit film. Never saw that one, so That's I can't shit. speak. Shit. So I don't care. Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> fucking care. There are three Star Wars movies and a fucking story. <laughs> Done. But wait, according to you, there's only one. There's one great one. There it's are only one Star you Wars ever talk movies. about. <laughs> there are three Star Wars movies, and, then there, and one of those three Star Wars movies happens to be my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and knock out the sad news really quick. Cause it, oh, does it have to do it. with my wiener? It does. Oh, boy. That's why it's always sad news. <laughs> Former Star Wars Empire Strikes Back actor Christopher Malcolm, best remembered as a pilot with the Rebellion, has passed away at the age of 67. Hmm. For sci-fi fans, the actor was probably best known for playing the character Zev... Uh, what is it? Seneska. Zed Seneska, the Star Wars sequel, Empire Strikes Back. Seneska flew as Rogue Two during the Battle of Hoth. Along with the Star Wars role, Malcolm also showed up in a few more sci-fi classics, most notably had key roles in the 1986 flicks Highlander and Labyrinth. Malcolm played the vigilante Kirk Matinus in Highlander and portrayed Jennifer Connelly's father in Labyrinth. Between those two and Star Wars, essentially cemented his legacy in 80s genre work. I don't remember the father being in Labyrinth. Wow. He's there very short. Yeah. Very short. Watch the baby. Speaking of deaths, uh, <laughs> Devo guitarist dance. Bob Casale died today, too. Right. Who did? Bob Casale, the guitarist for Devo. Oh. Mm-hmm. I just I, yeah. I saw that earlier. It made me think of it when you just said that. He was a lot older than I expected, too. He's 61. Six, yeah. Wow. I mean, that but that's one. not that old if you consider, you know. But it's no, older but than it expected when sense. they got on the scene, yeah. Because, you know, I'm 40. and Yeah, no, yeah. It's, uh, yeah I it was of sense. age to enjoy Devo, and so, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. These people in their late 50s and 60s yeah. now. Sure. But pretty young to die, though. 
Yeah. 60s. Uh, it rel- it relatively, speaking, relatively speaking. 60s still way old lifespan compared to even 100 years ago. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. If you know gonna, what I mean? Yeah. If you're comparing really it down to it, yeah. it's like people are like, he died at 50? Well, he had his whole life ahead of him. It's like, well, yes and no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not if you're thinking about 1879. Exactly. It's like, yeah. I mean, things things have changed dramatically in just the last couple of and And big part of it is just antibiotics. Well, and some of that's average. <laughs> too i mean you know when when half your population isn't dying of tuberculosis so i'm the, saying right, the yeah. odds go up that's what i mean yeah yeah yep 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 you know and everybody isn't you know strapped with a weapon of course you know, we're changing that right, right. oh god <laughs> Ugh. well this weekend in, in vegas between the the shootings and the car accidents it's a bloodbath out there it I don't know anything about the shootings, but I've witnessed car accidents this week. That's how bad it was. There, well, it was a full moon on Valentine's Day, and people were driving insane. Not to say that the full moon had anything to do with it. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to be skeptical on that one, but yeah. <laughs> what, did it light their way too well? Exactly. <laughs> well, that, I get, I, you know, probably just for getting, trying to get somewhere or get some poondang, you sure. know, and just reckon. But my God, just some shitty, shitty driving going on Yeah, I mean, on somebody Friday. got in a fatal accident by the Smith Center. You can't get speeds up in there. It's not, you know. Wow. Yeah. I was going to say, that's yeah, a fairly slow speed corridor right, there. Right. It's rough. But there were a lot of shootings this week as well. I didn't hear anything about uh, that. Well, there, there was one major one. There was a shooting. But there were, uh, Red Rock with the uh, uh, homeless, homeless guy. Indigent that, dude gunned down by yeah. one of the Nevada state troopers. It's a little early to be making judgments, but it looks ugly. I mean, one gotcha. of the things he did was he it looks like the cops were not controlling the situation. And he kept like trying to run or trying to get away. And then he eventually ran in, got into the cop car. And was trying to pull the locked rifle out of the rack, and that's when he got shot. Uh, that will do it. That'll do it, but yeah. it sounds like it was out of control before that. Yeah, well, at least there's someone here that can pardon him. Ah, let's see. The alien society that we first met in James Cameron's groundbreaking Avatar is not going to be the only one in the movie's upcoming sequels. Speaking via phone to uh, RTL, director James Cameron says that pre-production on the three follow-ups to his 2009 mega blockbuster is in its early stages and are going very well. As for what exactly we'll see in those three movies, Cameron offers some hints. Quote, I think it's going to be spectacular. You'll see new worlds, <laughs> new habitats. It's going to be spectacular. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's going to be blue quote. wieners. This time I'm having wieners on the set. Have you guys seen the porn adaptation of it, of Avatar? <laughs> I love it. This is your Cameron Have you voice. seen it? <laughs> when, so, did, when did we get to Billy Madison in the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm James Cameron. I sport a Titanic. Slavin. I went down in the water and I found a boat. Adam Sandler. No. No. What happened was I found a boat under the water. There's a porn of the avatars. Have you seen it? Yes, yes, I've noticed that blue makeup no, doesn't but, stick to moving parts. Blue That's run, right. Running, running blue makeup and all. There's a bunch of blue makeup coming off the wieners. It's weird. <laughs> I would have gone in there and digitally fixed that if I'd been directing it, but I wasn't. I'm James Cameron. I found a boat. You'll see new worlds, new habitats, new cultures. The primary conflict between the human view of dominating nature and the Navi view of being integrated into nature is the same, but it manifests itself in very different ways, unquote. Uh, yeah, there was, a, there was a review there. 
The uh, filmmakers also mentions that he hasn't, quote, made a final decision on whether he's going to shoot all or part of the movies in the same high-def frame rate format that Peter Jackson used for The Hobbit, although the uh, films will be in 3D. After all, it was Avatar that kicked off the whole 3D wave, for better or worse. Uh, Films are scheduled for release in December 2016, 2017, and 2018, with Cameron planning to shoot them all at once. That's really the way to do it with those kind of movies, is if you know you're going to... I mean, there's no doubt that they're going to make the three movies or do them all at once. Well, sure. Not only that, but it keeps the potential of the aging of the actors down. Right. And also, it's it's pointless to if you're going to spend that much money on sets. Set them up, tear them down, rebuild them, tear them down, rebuild them. You know, it just you, you keep all of it together. It's Isn't much it more cost effective. they got through the Harry Potter movies with the obvious, I mean... How do you make a movie with, you know, you keep doing a sequel every two or three years when you've got kids that are aging that rapidly trying to keep it one year between movies as far as movie time goes? Well, but sure. some, somebody made the argument that they age in the book, too, though. They, yeah, but they age a year each book. I mean, there were a couple of years between each movie because... Sure, yeah. but I think that still lends itself. When you can still have 20-somethings playing high school students and TV, yeah, we're kind of accepting of this. So it didn't bother me so much. The fact that it's kind of cute to see them little... Let's see. In uh, the 1989 movie Back to the Future 2, Marty McFly's sports the latest in 2015 footwear, a self-lacing sneaker. Nike plans the release of a power-lacing sneaker for the anniversary of Back to the Future 2. Nike designer uh, Tinker Hatfield, that's his name, Tinker Hatfield. Tinker Hatfield. Greatest designer name ever. <laughs> what's that What's that term that we uh, decided? To, or was that not? That was not with this group. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm getting confused. Yes, you I have are. Many, no, you're mixing there, up your stories here. There is a th- there is a term for people like that. So if like your last name is Plumber and you're actually a plumber, or if your name is like Joe Cobble and you happen to work with shoes, right? Right. It's called nominative determinism. Nice. That hmm. really your, makes sense. Your name dictates what you do. So this guy probably suffers from that or is i'm really glad that that's not a required thing nominative determinism yeah i don't want to be so and stuff. <laughs> right see but but you do tailor words ah, to fit the scenario nice. ah, you're nice a word spin. tailor nice spin yeah yeah and i'm mattingly things all the time is that a term for something i don't want to know about yep sure it's is. the wrestling thing that's yep. why he likes the wrestling it's it involves Mattingly. the mouth <laughs> pretty much everything with you involves the mouth in one way or another right. it? already beyond what I want to know right there that's it we're not going one any further one step beyond <laughs> that's my autobiography right there one step beyond the Paul Mattingly story uh, Hatfield did not elaborate don't Mattingly that so hard stop what's the safe word Jesus Christ no, that's not it. A terrible safe word. Keep using the mouth. <laughs> Be careful of the mouth part. Oh, it's getting so mattingly. All the blue makeup's coming I off. Can't even, <laughs> I can't recognize it. The blue makeup is running down. You look like a reverse clown. <laughs> Wait, what's the reverse clown? That was the safe word. Yay! Reverse clown. Reverse clown. I'm safe. I was afraid reverse clown was well, in another position. There's the title of the. There's the title of the episode. The, the, the safe word is the reverse clown. <laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking of reverse clown, I was actually kind of bummed tonight. I you wanted to go see Puddle's Pity I Party. I did want to go see Puddle's Pity I Party. I almost did too. Oh, man. If I wasn't dedicated to this show, so dedicated that I show up 40 minutes fucking late. <laughs> <laughs> but I really did want to go see that show. I, well, I was I was em- embroiled in my other love of it teaching improv. It was terribly and I promoted. I didn't hear about it yesterday. I, I heard about it today. Yeah, I heard I about like, it when Andy walked in the room. I was like, yeah. fuck, man. I, yeah. We, we, we should we, explain for the readers, Puddle Pity Party. Puddles is a clown. He's a seven foot, really seven foot clown who just sings beautifully. And he's performing at... Uh, El Cortez tonight. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's he does shows with a, Spiegel. A moroseful looking well, I, I Spiegel think, world. I is, think is that the, the group? The because yeah. I know we, I think it's the same uh, people that put on Absinthe. Is that Teatro del whatever it is up in Seattle? Yeah, it's a different spot. Maybe it's maybe it's a different company. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think he does too. Yeah, I think that's where. But he, it's, yeah. but it's but they travel in similar circles, right? Um, but yeah, brilliant stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can I, see it. Many yeah. of you have probably seen his cover of Royals on YouTube, which is brilliant. He does a cover of Lord's Royals, and it's really good. And have you seen any of the other stuff that he does? You ever see his? I other think stuff I made you sit down and watch it. Uh, I, I watched some, found I, it. Yeah. I watched some other stuff on on YouTube. He's he's good. Yeah, he's, I like he he just yeah he gets angry with yeah. the audience. Well, I think one of the things <laughs> I'm pointing out that he, he comes out on the stage and he does a good minute and a half. Of not doing anything, right? Just standing and staring yep. at the audience, just seething. So wonderfully it's uncomfortable. Really cool. Just shut the show down. Let's go. Well, it just <laughs> right. Well, he just he he just he teaches the audience right off the bat. It's like, look, motherfuckers. He just owns that stage hard. It's a really interesting way to to command the spot, and it's just a, and, and the the character shines through. Yeah, that that show's been running for seventy five minutes as we speak. And he's probably still just staring at the audience. Right. <laughs> just giving him the old stink eye. What, fuckers? What do you want? Is that the El Cortez? Uh, yeah, I that? think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the four Cortezes? <laughs> no, see, the El Cortez has a, um, has a lounge in there where, they, uh, where David Figler does his spoken word thing there once a month. And I think this might be part of that or it's related to They're that. They're really uh, grasping on that arts side of themselves now aren't they? i tell you downtown is popping we just had our uh improvises show down at the inspire theater it went off awesome packed the joint real there's some really cool spaces down there now the old cortez still looks like an old casino is that's and they're and they're keeping it that way because it's still have you it been looks to like the, the old kind of cool have you been to the gold spike seen what they've done I over haven't there been in there since they took it over since uh tony shea took it over it's wackadoodle dude it's crazy. How how so wackadoodle? It's There's a no giant p- open space, big bar. Uh, there's pool. It's like just one big open loft space in the bottom, basically loft, but on the fl- ground floor. But you know what they don't have? Gambling. No, they have. Yeah, that's it. It's all ages. Gold Spike has no gambling. Yeah, they, 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 Tony Shea bought it and basically turned it into dorms for uh, Zappos, and just took out all the gambling. And it's just a giant big. Lounge. It's really interesting. Uh, the lower level, you've got um, uh, what do they call it? Cornhole, where you toss. Excuse a, me. Excuse me. Yeah, they call it cornhole, where you toss a beanbag into a hole. Yep. Is that yeah, what it's that called? Is the, that is it the is. actual name. I, of the game. I actually yeah. ended up. They actually do it downtown at one of the hotels. Uh, so they got a bunch of cornhole games, <laughs> and then as you go, you go outside. They've got it set up like uh, they've got astroturf everywhere, and they've got campfires going. And there's live music, and there's like a there's an aero van in the back, one of those uh what do you call it uh, airstream airstream trailers, airstream trailers, a couple airstream like trailers, hippie commune type. Not thing. not really, a little it more. It sounds like, like college. Well, it is. It, it, oh, it's college. And then you go on past that, and there's a skating rink, 
with uh, that kind of plasticine sort of stuff that you put a little oil on. It uses a special kind of plastic ice rink. Plastic ice rink. It's a plastic ice rink. I got familiarized with them when I was on the ships. They use them. They put like this oil substance on them that slickens it up, and use these special kind of plastic skates to skate on it. Uh, it behaves similar to ice, but it doesn't require the, the plastic fake ice stuff. is an important part of Mattingly. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you keep that plastic face ice close to the mouth. <laughs> uh, but I, I got a hot chocolate there, and it tasted like butthole. But I, <laughs> but it was so it was. But everybody gave me so much shit. They're like, really? You ordered a hot chocolate and it didn't taste great? Dumbass. <laughs> gold, gold spike hot chocolate wasn't quite up to snuff. You, you fucking fool. But then I was, I, I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Because one of those other bars downtown was when we were hanging out with uh, all the Trek guys. I got that uh, sexual chocolate drink was a hot chocolate drink. And it was fucking phenomenal. Was that it like also drinking had chocolate, a, a bunch kind of, of different types it of alcohol was, in it. Well, but, but the hot chocolate was good. It started off with base of really good hot chocolate, then had like a raspberry liqueur and a bunch of other shit going on Sounds with it. Amazing. It had chocolate it liqueur so in it too. Good. Yeah, I mean it was chocolatey, but you know what? Then fucking chocolate liqueur up my goddamn hot chocolate, whatever, <laughs> make it taste like worth a shit. I was like, what the fuck, Swiss Miss pack, half a warm sandwich bullshit. It was nasty. Like I was like, if this is not from powder, then shame on you. Shame on you for even trying and making this. If this is not straight out of a bag, it what? almost tasted like Carnation Instant Breakfast, okay. sugar-free Carnation Instant ah. Breakfast. Forgive my ignorance, but you know, if it's not powder, what are you baking? Are you grinding up Hershey bars? You melt a Hershey. Yeah, you melt chocolate. Oh, I want to go. Here. I want to go to your house and have the hot chocolate. You heat chocolate. So no. You melt chocolate. You melt. I think that's the difference between hot chocolate and sipping chocolate. Just have, for- cho- have you had sipping chocolate? Find this. You will love it. Sipping chocolate. Yes. That's like straight up just melted chocolate. Kind of is. Sipping chocolate sounds like such a Yankee term. Oh, yeah. Well, it's down snooty, at yes. No, Yankee. But, like, we're down to having a sipping chocolate over there by the boat. More European, I think. But, yeah, dude. Ooh, it's so good. Well, if you combine the sipping chocolate with the Mattingly, ooh, boy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not sure if this the is the mouth exact is involved same. and reverse cow and reverse clown. <laughs> reverse clown. Oh, she did a reverse clown while she was sipping my chocolate on the Mattingly. Oh, mm. <laughs> I came like a racehorse <laughs> on a track <laughs> in a barn. You came like a racehorse. I came like a racehorse on all electrodes. fours. What? By being stimulated by electrodes. Yep, stimulated by <laughs> electrodes with several men observing me carefully, waiting to wait, waiting to invest in my seed. Humping a fake, humping a fake horse while they extract you. Came like a racehorse with, with a lot of investors gathered. <laughs> I, I came like a racehorse with my hair in braids. I didn't realize I was a spectator sport. Wow. Oh, yeah. Only when you do a Mattingly. The mouth is used. (laughs) (laughs) So Nike's making self-lacing shoes. Yes. Oh, that's that's what this story is about. (laughs) That's right. This story was about the Nikes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I want to chart that segue. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) They explain uh, there is make- something blooming. Uh, for those of you not in the know, Las Vegas has lost its goddamn mind and skipped right into 
week the week before summer as far as the temperature and everything it's insane it's a, it's it's hot while well, people in the in the east are losing their right. power it was fucking hot the trees on are exploding because of hot. freezing yeah it was hot and he's, he's upset because it got up to like 78 on Sunday. Dude, it was fucking hot. And every plant in the valley is in bloom and trying to mate with my nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. So I'm I'm like, I have to make sure I'm, I take allergy medicine every day regardless. But now it's like, I, if I forget, I really feel it. It's like, ugh, it's so bad. And even if I take it this week, I have been sneezing like crazy. Yeah. It's not mm. very presidential. It's not. <laughs> so how the hell do you make self-lacing shoes without CGI? Or do you just attach CGI to shoes? That wasn't CGI. That was practical. Yeah. You thought that was CGI in that movie? Yeah, well, it wasn't CGI, obviously. But the only but, thing CGI is a shark. Okay, right. Sharks still but no, how do you How do you actually make shoes that do that? Uh, well, Nike's going to figure it out. Just go on the website and look at it. Apparently, they, they had bring... tried to do it a few years ago, and it just... The 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 technol the mechanical technology just wasn't quite there yet to they put it made in the sneaker and make it lightweight. Right, they did the mag. Yeah, sold fifteen hundred of those, but they're not functional. Made like in that six billion dollars for the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Yeah. Right. So imagine this is going to be kind of the same thing. Yeah. But self lacing. Yep. So I'd love twenty fifteen. Totally love to get a pair if they're not ridiculous. They will be ridiculous. You think all of them will be ridiculous? Yes. I mean, I I. I think they'll be like they'll make fifteen hundred of them. They'll put them. That's on eBay. the problem. Like I'd yeah. pay three hundred bucks, but yeah, they'll, they'll be not if they're a, at a premium and there's you know resold for fifteen hundred. You spend three hundred dollars on shoes, and those improv people jack you for them, man. They're they're gangsters. <laughs> right, right. I need to save that for my the next Castle Grace goal. <laughs> there's not going to be another one, thank God. But they did. Oh, did you talk about Toy Fair? I didn't really, because it's very visual, I really didn't bring it up. The only thing I saw that was news is that uh, Sigourney Weaver finally allowed her likeness to be used as a as an action, action figure. figure. She's held up all these years, and I think it's, uh, is Nika that's got it? Whom? NECA? NECA, yeah. yeah. Sure, I think I think that's right. Huh. Um I don't know if it's NECA. I can't remember who the They're company is. They're basically one alien and basically one aliens. There's two figures she's allowed. Do you remember from Comic-Con this year? Did no, you go? No, I didn't get to go, no. Okay. Well, do you remember? We did a news piece on I think we did a news piece on this, or maybe I'm just confusing maybe. what I do and looking on my own time. But there was that series of figures for Alien, the first Alien movie. Did you ever see those? I don't. Yeah, know I, I, I know did. what you're talking about. You remember the replicas, right? You, you, they, we, did we do talk about these or there oh, was this is the line that they were gonna make and they didn't make it exactly the it only made it to prototype because then it was okay. an r-rated movie and they're like no yeah, kids are gonna buy this it's this. gonna be weird right yeah like nobody's gonna buy it so and then this did company anyway. did uh, well this modern company went back and did artwork style and made like cards because yes. like none of those were ever really designed no and some of the figures were never actually prototyped so they went through and made like production run yes and made it to look like it was produced mm-hmm. in the seventies. So essentially, these figures that they made for the Alien movie, they you know they went very retro with them. A couple of them they did have the the, the old prototypes, and a couple of them they had to rejigger. But there they have essentially the five points of articulation like your old school Star Wars figures. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, that Alien line was so successful that they have gone off the rails this year. And now 
it, it's a whole new line. They called those that those figures. Channel Giant re- is doing the mega replica they, ones. No, no, no. This is a different one. This is a different thing. Oh, okay. They called those figures reaction figures. Okay. They the line is called reaction. You can look it up right now. Uh, so it's very simplified design. Almost, you know, kind of. I mean, the way the old. Star Wars figures, not a whole ton of detail, not a whole lot of paint deco, very basic in the design. But they have licensed out the craziest shit. Like what? So, Firefly. Okay. Really? There's going to be a fucking Firefly But I can set. see that. There's a huge right. call for that. Right. Certainly. But that's it. They're, they're Buffy. They're going to do Fireflies. They're going to do Buffies. Joss Whedon stuff doesn't surprise me. Surprise me here. They've done, they're doing Snake Plissken. Okay, that surprises me. They're doing... Um, Terminator. Okay. Uh, both kinds of Terminators. Um, what are some other ones that really crept up? Those are the All big, right. big I'm ones. I'm on the website yeah. right if they, now. If they I'll do Black Hole, I'll be really impressed. I don't think they're doing Black Hole. They're so not either. doing anything Disney, of course. Oh, but of they're course doing. Not. But they're doing like... They're doing Murphy Brown. Yeah, that surprised you? But there's a lot <laughs> of really... Okay, yeah, that would surprise me. <laughs> a lot of really cool fucking action figures coming out of this. And and the thing is, like, it's really fun retro packaging. They look like they're packaged in those old like Star that. Wars blisters. And it's very basic. And I think they're going to retail for like 10 bucks a piece. You know, reasonable because it's low, very, yeah, low, low quality. And- low quality-ish. But still, it's it's the, the fun of, I've got that action figure. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Super so- 7 is the name of the company. And unfortunately, the reaction figure site is very bare right now, but uh, I'm accessing a news article. Okay, so they're going to do Back to the Future figures, Firefly, Alien, um, some of the prototype stuff they have. They have Pulp Fiction figures. Very Um, They have... I think they did um, Pulp Pulp Fiction, actually. They have um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas figures. They have uh, Rocketeer figures. That's there's a market a for that. I mean, that's there's Disney. That's so they, maybe they, well, they license well, it. So is what do you call it? Yeah. So is Nightmare. Oh. So I guess everybody doing Disney stuff. Uh, I'm not getting all the. Okay, here we go. Here's a, here's a list of the upcoming figures: the Rocketeer, the Nightmare right. Before Christmas, Predator, the Predator. Terminator, Buffy right. the Vampire Slayer, Back to the Future, Escape from New York, Firefly, Scream, the Goonies. Universal okay, Monsters. Okay, Goonies I can get behind. Yeah. Wow. Pulp Fiction. Universal Monsters. Universal. Um, yeah, a Nightmare on Elm Street. Friday the 13th. Okay, there's a lot of those too, but Hellraiser, those really good ones. Um, Trick Hellraiser. or Treat, Halloween, and The Crow. I have to say The Goonies is the big surprise. That's yeah. A, that's that's a, pretty impressive. That's a I mean, don't get me wrong. Stuff, I though, love too. the horror stuff, but right? those horror figures have been forever in production, except for Trick or Treat, which I kind of can Actually, really get behind. Actually, the one that gets me is the uh, Escape from New York. Yeah, I can finally get now, your, your Ernest Borgnine and Adrian Bird. Uh, Adrian, Adrian I don't Bobo. think so. Yeah. I think they're just doing Snake, but that'd be great if they had the others. Yeah. But now, if you want to really impress me, do Trick or Treat, the one that stars Gene Simmons. Yeah, with Gene Simmons <laughs> and Ozzy Osbourne. Did you see that's on one of the Red Letter Media's Best of the worst yes i did <laughs> and yeah it deserves it it's a great movie though it's so it much survived fun. it wasn't the worst it's a fun movie it was it was i think it might have been the i best own it of the if worst. you want to see it it's ridiculous I think okay. it might have been the best of the worst i think the one story i saw from that fair was um the uh repaint of uh the green lantern there's a it's a riddler figure and it's just a repaint of the green lantern it even has the ring it's a riddler figure so and, everybody's like wow. fuck you dc direct well, it, they, they, i guess they just I don't know if it's an actual figure, but if they just repainted it so because they're going to make one, but it's it's clearly Hal Jordan with a with a Riddler costume. Man, on. I'm gonna tell you, retooling is a big fucking part of it. Like, all right, go look just... at the Masters of the Universe collection, the, the the classic stuff. They're great, but man, now this year they're the announcements that came Sunday made my fucking day. 
gotta say. Yeah, yeah, and killed your wallet. I uh, just finally found pictures. Oh, of yeah, look, the, see, they're the very figures. simplified, but they're really cool. Yeah, they're they're really really basic. Just scroll down. But on they have it, they have a, an interesting aesthetic to them. Check them out. The reaction figures. I gotta say, it's a it's great to see you, Paul, with your eyes all lit up with glee and stuff, as opposed to you know drugged by cobra venom or whatever it was last week. Oh, that was just exhaustion. Yeah. It was just straight up exhaustion. You were scared me. Last <laughs> you had been running like, how many shit. days straight at that yeah, point? Well, it was just, it was just so many shows and things yeah i i exhausted myself last week uh i feel much better this week yeah, it looked scary last yeah week. no no no. i was fucked last week um <laughs> but uh this they, they have none of the girl goonies no really goonies. only the boy goonies oh, oh man that's weird <laughs> but yeah like tons of reused parts in the masters of the universe classic stuff but this year they came out with some new sculpts so i am super happy they revealed rio blast is coming this year he is one of my all-time favorites. He was okay. in the final wave. Uh, Extendar's coming, too. Uh, we already knew that, but he, he's looking better and better. Their secondary um, uh, subscription that they're doing for the lat- latter half of the year, where you, you know, have to buy two figures now every month, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. It's all Princess of Power. So I'm still on the fence, but I'll probably get it because it's going to be a bunch of girls. But they, got, uh, they did their own concept of Light Hope. So you remember Light Hope? I don't. Okay, so you remember at the beginning of She-Ra, it's like only a few people know my secret. You know, with the same thing with him. It was like, yeah. uh, uh, it was uh, Light Hope, Madame Raz, and Cal. Okay. Just like it was Man-at-Arms, Orko, and, right, right. and uh, the Sorceress. So Light Hope kind of has the same role as the Sorceress on Etheria as in Eternia. But Light Hope was always represented as just a wispy rainbow kind of... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Northern Lights effect almost. Intelligent okay. shade of blue. Hmm? An intelligent shade of blue. <laughs> kind of. Right. Yeah. And so uh, they've envisioned him as this. The color kind of, from space. He looks like. Nice. He looks like. He looks interesting. They kind of took the Crystal Palace and made it into an action figure. It's pretty okay. fucking cool. Yeah. He's like he's he's translucent pink, but he looks like a badass. A badass translucent pink. That I need to see. I'm saying like, he's like pearlescent almost, but he looks fucking cool. So how? All right. So let's he go sort b- of looks like he sort of reminds me. You remember when the Skeksis and the and the Masters come together at the end of yeah, Dark yeah, Crystal? yeah, sure, yeah. Kind of gives me that vibe. Okay, that, but not exactly. Okay, so but go but, back. but but bulky. Like imagine imagine those um, guys' aesthetic applied to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. okay. So that, how many episodes of He Man were made? 130 or something like that. And how many figures? Have you were they blown made? away by that, weren't you? Yeah, I was. <laughs> how many figures? Yeah. Um, I could get the exact math if you want to look it up. Is it more than a character? If it is more than a figure uh, episode at this point? At this point, it's close. It's very close. It's very close. By the end of next year, if everything goes according to plan, by the end of 2015, we will have every figure that was ever produced in the original line. Plus tons of other stuff. So there were a lot. There were, I don't know how many. I'm astounded they haven't reproduced all the figures that were created in the original line yet. They haven't because they've been using or bringing out new characters. Characters that never got a figure. Like Madame Raz is finally getting a figure. You okay. remember Madame Raz for? No. Okay, so Madame Raz and Broom are getting a figure. <laughs> Bunch of things. But, like, but they are, st- they're hitting it. This, this year's been good so far. So this, 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 uh, just a couple days ago in my mailbox, I got Glimmer, the beautiful, uh, Princess who works, you know, she's the Queen Marlena's daughter, not Queen Marlena, Queen uh, 
I can't remember her name now. It's like going to a family reunion where you don't recognize the right. faces. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to horrify you, Paul. I, I have never seen an episode of He-Man where I wasn't walking past it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. You, we're of a different age bracket. It right. hit me at the right spot. Um, it grabbed me by the nards and never let go. Uh, but uh, they are... They, I just got Glimmer and Modulock. Modulock, I know. Modulock... I don't know Sculpted either. by the Four Horsemen. Let me. F- I almost brought him today he's to a, show you guys. He's play a horde egg character. He's a horde character. He's a, he's amazing. Kind of like a Lego. You yeah, can you, pop you, him together yeah. and build him. Up. And you can imagine the Four Horsemen sculpt applied to that critter. He's fucking dope, dude. That would be cool. It's one of the few ones I remember because because of the, you could build your own figure right. out of him. He's amazing. And uh, yeah, Micronauts. That's what I was trying to think of. Uh, Micronauts are like that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the kind, they kind extent, of built they, on that. They built on that idea. Yeah. But beautiful figure. So Masters of the Universe Classic is still going strong, and they reveal the possibility this year of they had a prototype 12 inch old school rotoed Skeletor. Okay. So like the like you were talking about just a minute ago, the, the giant Star Wars figures, the 12 yeah. inch Star Wars figures. Possibility they might go and do twelve inch old school He Man figures. Oh, I can, Maybe. I can. You're feel the heat. Oh, just I was just like, yeah, I was just like fuck, ninety bucks, plonk, whatever. They came out with these mini figures. I'm still on the fence about them too. I haven't bought them yet. I'm like, I don't want to regret it, but I don't think I will. I ha- I've hesitated too long, so I'm not gonna want them. Smart. That's a that's a good bell. You know what I mean, yeah. If I've waited that long, at this point, your room is going to need. A set of a room. shelves facing towards the walls on the inside. You're gonna have to have like a column, like a <laughs> like an island of shelves in the middle of your room. You're just gonna have to walk around like it's a library. I've thought about it. I've definitely thought about it. It's getting close. I mean, I dedicated a ton of shelf space to that line. Mm-hmm. I, had n- I no nobody thought it was gonna go this long. It's five years fucking deep. It's over right at a hundred figures. I think maybe more. It's been like uh, I'd say what two years since I've seen your place. Nothing was stacked. Yeah, and it's and I've gotten one yeah. or two more every month since then, just of He-Man figures. Not to mention all the other shit I'm buying. Oh boy, <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> I just got Casey Jones last night. I found him. The hunt. It's the thrill of the hunt. Casey Jones from the uh, Turtles, Turtles line. Mm-hmm. Okay, the new one. Which speaking one? The speaking new, of, the you new see one, the yeah. the new Ninja Turtles Kraft macaroni and cheese commercial? No. Featuring Vanilla Ice doing ninja rap. Oh, that saw a little blurb. He, he's it's back. Br- it's, it's really enjoyable. Good. So, go ninja. Go ninja. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go ninja. Go, go ninja. Go. Oh, man. I love me the blues. The Kraft macaroni and cheese blues. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, back in my stand-up days, when I portrayed the character of Slug, who is a serial killer. What? Actually, do you, you know about this? No, I didn't. So this was the start yeah, of my, this this my, my first comedy foray. Was when I turned 21, still living in Kentucky, living in Louisville, I was like, I'm 21, I can legally go into a bar now, I'm going to go do stand-up, right? I'm going to start something, because that's all I want to do is comedy. I've been doing improv and stuff too, but I was determined to go and get in front of a a stand-up. So I developed a bit, uh, I was this serial killer named Slug, that was the gag, was that my, my character was a serial killer, so... I'll give you my best couple of jokes. So, first of all, it's like, well, I was recently fired from my job at the mortuary. They canned me for eating on the job. 
Chirp. Right, <laughs> right. But, he, but here comes the sweet stuff. Well, things have been kind of difficult lately between me and my girlfriend. Basically, it comes down to this, right? I want my space, and she's decomposing in my basement. It's the eyes that sell that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a visual. Uh, but so many beautiful women, so few secluded woodland areas. You know what I mean? It's like I Voha. think it's the hat that's helping to sell it yeah. too. Right? It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the the voice sounds like Voha ate the alien comic. That's it. That's <laughs> it. It's kind of <laughs> so then I go so then I go uh, so then so then I had this bit with a puppet. Oh, okay. Where I bring out this little, bring out this little puppet. Yeah, and uh, the puppet would do. He was like, he wants to do his bit. Can he do his bit? Like, yeah. He's like, he's like, he's based this bit on this box of Flintstone designed Kraft macaroni and cheese. <laughs> And so he goes, Flintstones, eat the Flintstones. They're a macaroni family from the town of Bedrock. They're a taste right out of history. Let's wait till the water's boiling hot. Then throw Fred and Barney in the pot. Then we'll eat the Flintstones. We'll have a yabba-dabba-doo time. A good-for-you time. We'll have a cheesy time. And then everybody would clap for the puppet, and I would scream, Don't encourage him! <laughs> and I'd put him back in my pocket. <laughs> and that's get, pretty and good. Angry. Yeah. yeah, it was a good, good bit. It's a good bit. Yeah. So there was that. That was what made me think of that. That was my old macaroni and cheese bit. <laughs> your from, old uh, mac and cheese that's bit from twenty your years days. ago. Yeah, slug. Yeah, but every comedian has their mac and cheese bit. You're right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Serial killer with a puppet that sings about macaroni and cheese. Tell me another old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> now, was there really Flintstone macaroni and cheese? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what the gag was based around. Okay. Yeah, no, I had the box and everything. I was like, that's what it came from. Yeah. Did you did you de-macaroni it so it wouldn't rattle and screw up the mic? Oh, I ate that shit before I used the box in the show, sure. <laughs> and she used the box who, who do you think you're talking to? You write, know. You write what, what you know. Thinking? You write what you're you know. You're supposed Andy. to be fact check. I mean, I come on. Did you, fact. Paul yeah. likes macaroni right, and cheese. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> uh, Paul, did you, in fact, eat the macaroni and cheese of in the box that you bought? <laughs> A fucking course. <laughs> I was just wondering, had the package rattling on the stage? I figured you'd eat it eventually. <laughs> you know what? You have a good point. I may have had one for a prop that stayed in it, but as I recall, I did empty it. I think, and then of course I did my coin trink of death. It was my big closing number with my buddy uh, 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 Troy. Whoa. <laughs> Troy, Troy. Weird first name. Troy was my accomplice. Is that one of those those crazy African names you have to click your tongue? Yep. You have to burp the, the burp comes burp first. Troy. Yeah. So burp Troy comes up and uh, my coin trick of death. Uh, I have him. I have him uh, looking at me and I'm like, all right, here we go. And so I have a quarter and I'm like, I show the audience. This is the coin trick of death. And I put the coin and put the quarter in one of my hands and I you know flip my hands over and over each other and then I put my hands behind my back and uh and i very blatantly and obviously throw the quarter away behind my back it goes plinking off the stage and everybody starts giggling and i go shut up you know to the audience and then i go now choose and he points to my right arm and i bring it out and i'm like nope and he points to my left arm and i bring it out and i'm like nope 
wrong and then i point to him with devil horns on my little hand and he had had a blood pack in his mouth and he starts to convulse and spit up blood and he dies on stage and that's the coin trick of death wow i like it i i would give you a standing over that it got a lot of fun reactions it's all fun games so somebody dick shots it on you mm, yeah yeah and well the mouth is used <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Netflix has announced a new deal with Disney to stream the entire Star Wars Clone Wars series, including the mythical sixth season that was in the works when the Mouse House pulled the plug in favor of Star Wars Rebels. Ooh, so it's going to be produced under the Netflix umbrella. Yep, thirteen episodes worth worth of the Lost Missions are set to debut on March seventh. On of another this year of this year. Well, I wasn't so fucking lost. I well, guess it was halfway done. No, they uh, yeah, they were well into that series when they canned it. They just never released that final season. They were like not knowing how they were going to get these out. Stupid. Oh, poor people who bought that recent Omnibus collection. Oh, yeah. Well, poor people who enjoy that show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> it's not good. I'll tell you what's good. Transformers Prime. You want a CGI show that actually holds its water? Really? Yep. Peter Cullen is back as Prime. Jeffrey Combs is Ratchet. Got some good people behind that shit. And it's well animated, well done, and it really harkens back to the original series, the G1. It's got that flavor. It's got that flavor. Starscream's very much Starscream again. It's just, it's it's good. And there's no Sheila Booth? Nope. There are kids. There are human kids farting around and getting into trouble, but... There were kids farting around and getting into trouble in the original stuff, too. So Spike. Yep. Witwicky. Spike. What is his name? Witwicky. Witwicky. Spike Witwicky and uh, what's his dad's name? Hammer? Sparkplug. <laughs> Sparkplug. You got it. <laughs> some some tool. No, Sparkplug. Was Sparkplug a robot or a kid? No, Sparkplug was a man. Oh, okay. <laughs> he had a, like an actual name, but everybody called him Sparkplug because he could fix like anything. Nah. Mm-hmm. It was like. The mouth is used. <laughs> damn it. Uh, what was the girlfriend's name that, that like popped up later in the... Sp- uh, Spike's girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, then they end up getting married. Yeah. And, and in the, in the, in the in larger the... continuity, they have a son named Daniel in yeah. the third season. Uh, so there was, And Daniel ends up going and getting in a bunch. He's always getting in trouble with Grimlock. Well, Daniel is, season. like, for most people, was introduced in the, in the film. In the movie. You're right. You're right. What is her name? Uh, I believe her name is Linda. Linda Carter. <laughs> what? Linda uh, Carter was the wife of of Spike Witwicky, as in Wonder Woman. Linda Carter. Oh, I'm so, no, 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 no. Linda, yeah. Linda Ronstadt. I'm sorry. <laughs> name's Linda Ronstadt. Oh Lord. <laughs> He's got to look it up. Her name's Linda Ronstadt, and she has Man. very long hair. No, it's Crystal Gale. You're no good. You're Crystal no Gale. Good. Baby, you're no good. That's right. Crystal Gale. <laughs> And Spike Witwicky did the nasty, oh, and they had Daniel. Uh, don't want to make my brown eyes. Oh, they look yeah. like Daniel. God. Enough 70s music references. These jokes are getting desperado. I oh, know, sorry. <laughs> While you're looking this up, Stephen King has announced his latest novel with full plot description. It's called Revival. Here's the official plot synopsis. In a small New England town over a half century ago, Oh, so he's breaking with tradition. Yeah. A shadow falls over a small boy playing with his toy soldiers. Oh, boy. Jamie Morton looks up to see a striking man, the new minister, 
Charles Jacobs, along with his beautiful wife, will transform the local church. The men and boys are all in love with Mrs. Jacobs. The women and girls feel the same about Reverend Jacobs, including Jamie's mother and beloved sister, Claire. With Jamie, the Reverend shares shares a deeper bond based on a secret obsession. Oh, not so secret. Little boys, wieners. When tragedy strikes the Jacobs family, (laughs) this charismatic preacher curses God, mocks all religious belief, and is banished from the shocked town. Oh, Jamie has demons of his own, wed to his guitar from the age of 13. He plays in bands across Wait, the country. Officially wed to his guitar? Was this, yeah. a, was this a church service? I, well, well, that's probably why I got kicked out of town. Oh, he's like, here, out. I named the husband and get fiddle. Instrument. <laughs> instrument. Get fiddle. Husband and instrument. <laughs> you may strum the bride. <laughs> Ring. Oh, she sounds so sweet, Pastor. I think we should add that to regular wedding ceremonies. <laughs> he may strum, strum the bride. <laughs> Go ahead, see how she plays, son. Give her a dingling down there in the twiddle flap. See what comes out. Oh, oh, she ain't tuned to see, that's for sure. Oh, I tell you what. Hold her still while I gets me a capo. <laughs> He pulled that poon dander. (laughs) Now it'll be tight, tighter than a jug. Capo that poon dander. (laughs) Now, now strum it, son. Strum it. Strum it like it's the most important thing you'll ever do. Oh, congregation, look upon this wife strumming and (laughs) shaking all. You may now strum the bride. He strummed the bride. She hasn't died. So now they can go and continue to abide. That's how we do it here in the church of strumming the bride. I was wondering where you attached the capo. Then I realized that rule 34 is out there somewhere. (laughs) Dude, that is okay. 80s Jeff. Do a yes. search for that. Find yourself on some watchdog lists. Capo porn. Oh, no, that's a specific fetish. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> now, when you clip it, it does go higher. There's no oh, doubt. Oh, man. A news group oh. of two. <laughs> well, it. <laughs> It's two guys that just keep sending pics back. <laughs> look, look, I put it I put it up here on my wiener. Here I put it up here on my wiener. Look, look where I put it on my wiener. I put it up here. <laughs> yeah, the news group is called Don't Fret. <laughs> Don't fret. Daddy's here with the capo. Oh boy. I was at a um Weird pagan wedding years ago. <laughs> uh, I love this segue. <laughs> oh, where's this going? And they're all, they're all, 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 I mean, it's not like there's a one, two person doing the ceremony. It's all these various Wiccans and whatnot. Wiccans and whatnot. Yeah. Are you telling me that, like, <laughs> so instead of having an organized leader, they're all just doing their own fucking potions and shit. Exactly. Everybody's they're going, around, like, they're going around the need? circle it's and everyone's making their spells. offering. Oh my shit. <laughs> I can't believe I missed this. So in the middle of it. No way, is this legally binding? Probably. 
So I, you know, it's in a field somewhere. It's not hard to ordain, but you know, there's a couple of us people that are not into it. We're just friends of the friends and whatnot. Again, whatnot. And I'm sitting next to a buddy of mine who have no idea what's going on. We're just watching the whole thing, going, uh huh, uh huh. And this guy who looks like Uncle Fester, holding a sword and a hammer. <laughs> Quangs, quangs the hammer against the sword. Quang! And yells out, Odin! <laughs> and my buddy turns to me and goes, I don't care what kind of ceremony I'm having. I want him at it doing that. <laughs> wow. That's just... Bald Wiccans banging on swords, screaming Odin. Oh, oh my it's the god! The name of a band. <laughs> oh my god! It is a band. Yeah, that describes one third That's of all Norwegian sound. bands. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> Odin. Bong. It's got to add some umlauts. Bong. Put the capo on that sword. <laughs> <laughs> you get the better sound. <laughs> <laughs> The Fox Network has ordered a series called The Last Man on Earth into production. According to Deadline, the show will star former Saturday Night Live cast member and series creator Will Forte as the last human on Earth, unquote. In reports on the show at Variety in The Hollywood Reporter, Forte's character is described as the last man on Earth, as per title. Uh, That's a big distinction. Since if he's the last man, that implies there are still women around. So they're basically doing why the last man without and, giving Brian K. Vaughn any credit or money. And if that's the case, Fox could run into a big old legal hassle with Brian K. Vaughn. I hope so. Uh, and Vertigo Comics, whose five-time award-winning uh, Why the Last Man has that very subject. One of Maybe. the best goddamn things to ever happen. Brian Vaughn's just the best. Could it go from that to Saga to shit? One with the president? There was a newer Twilight oh, Zone oh, episode that has that same plot. What's the fucking one called? What's that? Called? Uh, uh, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Dude, yes. man, the man has three amazing genre shifting series under his belt already. I hope he takes them to the fucking cleaners. Maybe they're not ripping off. Why? Maybe they're ripping off Hell Comes to Frogstown. Or maybe they're ripping. Off- oh boy. <laughs> Well, what I was With just Roddy saying, they, there was a one of the uh, in the early '80s when they did the uh, the revival of uh, Twilight Zone TV series, or maybe it was the mid '80s. Sorry, it was Spielberg uh, one, right? They, yeah, they have one where they like you know it, the whole planet planet is populated <laughs> by women, but they have like one or two men that kind of kept on the outskirts and then brought in every now and then to see if they're worthy of mating and repopulating, and then it the always the idea winds up. Uh, itself is not that it's new, not new, no, but the way. Vaughn carried it off recently, set in contemporary times, with many contemporary ideas and, uh, you know, cultural and and religious tones. It would be hard for them not to step on. Yeah, they have to dance carefully not to get sued. It'd be impos- almost impossible. No, that obviously thought it through. Someone had to comb over that. No, right? they don't have to think shit through. They don't fucking care. They got money sticking out their butthole. They never read a comic book. They're dumb. I'm going to find out. So much dumb shit out there. God damn it. Ugh, put a capo on that. (laughs) The mouth is used. In a recent Total Film print interview, (laughs) 
Marvel executive Kevin Feige confirmed there has been... Kevin Feige? How many different pronunciations of his goddamn name do I have to get? Is it Feige? I've looked it up, and I believe the answer is Feige. Who said that? That this is what I've run into... Because I had to finally look up the pronunciation. Did you see it in like I think phonetic? It's like, I think, yeah, I think it's like Wikipedia. I, I said Fige. that. Fige. Fige. I used right. to say Fige. But right. I, think, I say Fige. I think it's Fige. Fige makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's Fige. It looks like Fage or Fige. Yeah, it looks like Fige. <clears throat> but Fige. Kevin. Fige. It's Italian. It's uh, a major award. Fige. Confirmed there has been some recent development work on a potential standalone Black Widow spinoff. In addition to the Black Widow news, Here Fige... come those dogs from next door. They're not going to knock over the Fige. Huh? What? <laughs> Fige also expanded on how Winter Soldier will introduce some fundamental changes to the Marvel verse, shaking up the status quo we saw in the Avengers. Remember the dogs? The dogs knock over the lamp. In what? In Christmas Story. Oh, good God. Really? Where That's did where Christmas Story come from? <laughs> from Fige. <laughs> Fragile? Fige. Fragile. Fragile. Yeah. It's Italian. It's a there, major award. There's a few steps in between there. We're not getting... We, <laughs> All right. What are the dogs' I, names? I was following. I did. Were you really? They were the Bumpus' yeah, dogs. The Bumpus' <laughs> dogs. The fucking Bumpus' towns. Yeah. <laughs> Bumpus's. You, you Bumpus's. Oh, my, my Fige lamp. I'm impressed you were following that because... The 80s is on the 80s is on point. He knows I, what I'm talking I about. I knew where well, he was, I was going, going with 80s. it. I, just, I was talking about an 80s Tori thing. and I were in unison on the hunt. Yeah. <laughs> the Bumpus Dogs. I couldn't remember for the life of me what those dogs' names were. The Bumpus Dogs. <laughs> the Bumpus. All right. So things. By the ch- way, there is a sequel to a Christmas Story. It's garbage. Avoided at all costs. I've heard it. Did you watch it? Uh, I I got through about. 15 minutes of it and it, I've heard it was just, just excruciatingly ever, yeah. painful I've heard Daniel really Stern's in it who I actually like as an actor yeah and he doesn't do it any any help in this thing he well playing? the original one he's, kind well, of he's a, playing the dad a labor of love based on yeah. a book well a story from a book and the second one is an obvious dumb cash grab. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's it's like, well, let's cash in on the name, the uh, Christmas story, and see who who purchases just this. Just like Christmas Vacation too. It's yeah. a horrible oh. idea. Yeah, Christmas Vacation is the Christmas movie for me. It's really good, and <laughs> oh, that's that why one. they made Christmas Vacation too. That's stupid. That's I've never seen that one. I, I didn't never, know that there was a sequel to Christmas. I would never vacation. sully myself. With it's that. Uh, what's uh, cousin Eddie's. Oh God, oh, I do the, remember the, seeing the something Randy about Quaid that movie, isn't it? Yeah, and it's. <laughs> horrible you're right i do remember he's seeing terrible. like a box cover he's of that insane now right he is, he's yes. gone over the deep yeah he's trout waka waka oh so he's, he's become his character then he is, basically he's just he is tinfoil hat man right now. yeah he's nuts conspiracy theory there have been rumblings that uh donald logue uh will have a major role in gotham and now fox has confirmed he will play the sometimes dirty detective uh, Harvey Bullock, who has had a major role in the Batman comic canon for decades as a sometimes corrupt member of Gotham PD. Uh, Logue's version of Bullock is described as rough around the edges, though he will apparently serve as a partner and mentor to Ben McKenzie, McKenzie's Jim Gordon. What do I know Donna Logue from? Uh, it's, you know what, I know he was in Terriers, but that's not going to mean a whole lot. Oh, lot it, the, the, that's it. He's the, 
the uh, he always the like Zen plays of, a the, cop. The Tao of Steve, back yeah, Tao of Steve. There you go, or Tao of Steve, yeah. I guess as it's pronounced. Yeah, the Tao of Steve. That that's guy. his big piece. Yes, okay, yes. Donald Lowe, he, interesting guy, interesting guy. <clears throat> Seems yeah, like an all right casting decision for this character. <coughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm curious as to how this is going to shake that out. That guy. Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me see. So, oh, I knew exactly who you, you were talking he, about. Thank you for the visual you reference, it, but, Jeff. Uh, now all of our listeners are at no. Peace. You know what he was? In, you know what he was in that I loved? <laughs> what was um, it? It was uh, it was a show. I think it was pretty much killed by the writer's strike. It was a show called Life. Um, yeah, he was in Life. Yeah, he, he was, played uh, the, the police what's, what's lieutenant. The what's the? Didn't he have all his kids he on house one, arrest? Uh, was he? He replaced Arizona the other Arizona writer. kids, sons of sons of Tucson. That's not him. No, no. This is this is was Life, Life was. Uh, what's oh, what the hell's the movie that guy's in now? The redheaded guy. The guy. Oh, well, he's on um, uh, the Showtime series. Um, I just totally drew a blank on it. Chocolate uh, bumpkin. Give me, give me a second. <laughs> the mouth series. is used. <laughs> I got a chocolate bumpkin while okay, I was sipping we'll, chocolate. We'll, we'll take this back a couple Getting steps. a Mattingly, putting a capo <laughs> on it. Okay. The that the chocolate bumpkin. Life was a really short-lived series <laughs> on NBC about a a falsely a, a cop that's falsely imprisoned. Um, he is released and sues the city. And he achieves release. He gets this Somebody takes giant the capo financial off. windfall. That's what the capo's about. But really, his only goal oh! is to solve crimes and also find out who was the one that framed him and it was actually it i'm not it it, it sounds like a it, you know a rehash like, but it's not it really it was a good series it, it sounds it sounds formulaic but it it really did the crazy wall of uh the conspiracy wall where he's got all the strings going between the photos and he was keeping that completely secret he was acting like he didn't care about that because he studied uh he was all zen he was literally yeah. zen. he was all what would he do when he had to go to uh Joanne Fabrics and buy his yarn. Yeah, how did he pretend he, he was that? knitting? He pretended he was knitting. Yeah, All but right. no, I mean he's just he was just weird and quirky. And <laughs> what he, did he, he do never when he went to uh, Office Max and he had to buy a bunch of thumbtacks? You can buy thumbtacks; they're legal. Yeah, but how could you? Play you don't that need off? a license for thumbtacks anymore. Yeah, but people. This know. is the, if you go and buy yarn and thumbtacks within the same two weeks span, that is a huge trigger yeah, for the you, government. You know, you got that. It's the, uh, Homeland. That's what the guys are. The guys in Homeland now. See, yeah, Homeland. Homeland thank you. There that's you the go. Because that's Showtime exactly what Homeland's series. about. If if the, if you buy thumbtacks and then within the span of two weeks, before or after that, buy some yarn. They know you are making a crazy person. Put you right in the FBI watch. <laughs> yep, he's clearly making a crazy person wall. He bought red yarn and yellow yarn. Big flag, big flag. Woo! I'm James Cameron. <laughs> you know, I want to get I found a boat. I want to get. Think in... That's the same voice you use. No, it's different. <laughs> it's new. What do you want to do? Oh, I got a lot of phlegm going on. I want to get into an abandoned house now and make a crazy person wall. You want to get into an it. abandoned house and make a crazy person wall? <laughs> you know, that would be a really fun abstract art. That's Banksy's next thing. Make crazy person walls on in all kinds of abandoned houses. Yeah. 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 yeah but you'd have to do it thematically to where it was like exactly the same crazy ass wall <laughs> on every fucking place. Like to the letter. That'd be funny. That'd be really funny. But crazy as the walls. It'd be the greatest long-term April Fool's trick ever, right? Oh, Except boy. it's probably illegal. It'd probably tie <laughs> Well, you'd be basically violent. You know, breaking in, trespassing, trespassing, yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. 
But crazy person walls, good stuff, good stuff. Not done enough. Yeah, huh? yeah. Not done. To Not death. done enough in real life. Not done to death. Oh, I'm in fact, sure. Do it's... one at your own home. That's cheap. You just need tax. It done. actually what a fun motif. Yeah. Right. Looking for something yeah. for the kitchen. Spice it up. Sure. Crazy person wall. Crazy, <laughs> crazy conspiracy person, wall, person wall. A wacky crazy person wall in the bathroom. There was a wacky crazy conspiracy person wall in featured heavily in this season of uh, Sherlock. Okay. Oh, okay. There it is. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's something you can bring the whole family into. Use pictures of family. Right. Oh, right. Make it actual. Make it like, look, we got a picture of grandpa here. Clearly, he is connected to grandma. There is no two ways about it. (laughs) Right. And look, you can draw a direct line from grandma and grandpa to dad. Yeah. Right here. (laughs) The fucking pieces fit. Follow the money, motherfuckers. And all the yarn strings go to a picture of a potted plant. It all goes to a potted plant. Yeah. Everything connects to one little fern. Right. Yeah. Not even a real potted plant. A picture a photo of a potted of plant. That fucking fern picture is the one. That picture it of that fern. Comes, it we, all comes back to the fern. We got a picture of that fucking fern we picture. We find that fern. And right, and right on the we fern. find a picture of that fern. We blow this thing wide open. And we come out a cape on his broadsword. <laughs> on, on the picture of the fern is a post-it note that says, Who is the fern? <laughs> the fern. Yeah, yeah. Who is the fern? With an yeah. with a, with a exclamation mark yeah. and a question mark. And then on April 1st, you gather the whole family around a giant revolving desk chair, and you slowly turn it, and sitting there is none other than a potted fern. <laughs> And you have one of those joke bags deep in, buried deep in the ground with an automatic trigger mechanism, and it's laughing incessantly at your whole thing. Ah, ah, the joke's on you. The fern wins. The fern wins. You're all my fucking puppets. Keep dancing to my tune, you jack and ape. I call the shots. I call the shots. The fern. Is there also a little dry ice bomb in there that makes it explode after it's done with its its diatribe? And it's like ah ha ha ha. No, no, it just keeps doing it. And then and then and then like after five minutes of constant giggling and screaming, it goes. Now wheel me out of here. And someone has to come and take him out. Now I know you used the word jack and apes. Yes. Because it's you, I heard jack and apes. <laughs> <laughs> the fern does have a whole system of jack and apes. I put capos on their wiener and they go furious at it because they're trying to get those capos off. Ah oh, but they can't and it cuts off the supply. If they do achieve orgasm, they blow out their testicles. Yeah! Keep dancing, you monkeys! Dance to my tune! My destructive tune of of seminal explosion. You know, there's a big blank spot in that wall right behind you. Yeah, that's true. We could put up a crazy person wall. <laughs> it was the best you, of times. It was not the wrong. worst of times. <laughs> You make, better make it the ceiling. What would be really fun, too, is to make sure you have a really big picture of a lady's bazoom and you put a, a pin right on the nipple, a red push pin right on the nipple and have string coming from that right to a baby's mouth. Go, the connection is clear. The piece is fit. The mouth is used. Mouth is always he used. Just keeps bringing it back around. <laughs> keeps bringing it back. So are, you, are you done with the Batman news there? Because I think yeah, I have that's a Batman news. Bat news. Maybe the professional actor in the room knows, but uh, uh, I found out that they are shooting the pilot for Nightwing here. I didn't know that. That's pretty damn exclusive. Is that a yeah. CW thing? I don't know what it is. I just 
interviewed an actress who's in the pilot, shooting it soon here Ooh. in town. See, wow. this is great. This is wonderful news. I, I was saying this year has been good for me, acting job wise. It's only going to keep getting better. We made some really great moves on a state level for tax credits. Yeah, for, right. For they, they introduced the Nevada tax credit program. It's happening. I got friends that have done bit parts in uh, uh, episodes of uh, Modern Family already. There's productions happening in town. Well, shit. I was just. <laughs> Did you? You must have seen Corey Levitin's post about Modern Family. Mm-mm. Oh, he was slated to have a extra role. Is he was trying to get somebody to be his wife to stand at the pool, mm-hmm. and they canceled at the last minute. You know, Corey, he was pissed off. He was of ranting. <clears throat> well, he I mean, like, the show the other week. Georgia has been doing it for years, and uh, I mean, The Walking Dead is shot there, but like so many other films are now being done in Georgia, and in uh, uh, oh, the, like, that's that, why there have been movement? so many uh, p- uh, uh, historical pieces about peaches. That's why peaches are getting all the plum rolls. Millions of peaches. Nice. And that's the teachers of peaches. It really is stupid. It is really stupid that we haven't pushed the uh, film industry here. Oh, yeah. Because considering how long they've been doing films here. So close to L.A. So close to L.A. The weather is good most of the time. With the film break. And L.A. has been shooting itself in the foot heavy, especially the last two years, as far as the the way they've... Well, I mean, shit. The whole fucking X-Files was filmed in Vancouver, for Christ's sake. Like the best stuff on TV gets filmed out of out of the country. In Canada, we, uh, when yeah. we were in Vancouver, we went to a couple of the sites from Psych, which is filmed there in Basin, yeah. Santa Barbara. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. right. I know, ridiculous. That's one of my wife's favorite shows. It's a good show. It's all right. It, it I, I laugh at that show. Yep, I'm pretty. You know fun. about the pineapples? Mm-hmm. Well, I, mean, I know enough. He's he's so fixated on the '80s. I mean, how could I not like? Right. It? Yeah. Yes, he does love the '80s. It's a good show. Irrational Games founder and Bioshock creator Ken Levine announced via the Ira- Irrational Games website the studio would be shutting down and laying off all but 15 people. Ugh, so terrible. The studio, which uh, was brought out by 2K, bought out by 2K Games in January 2006, will shut down after it finishes up work on the Bioshock Infinite downloadable content, the second part of Burial at Sea. The DLC is set for release next month. Quote, while I'm deeply proud of what we've accomplished together, my passion has turned to making a different kind of game than we've done before, Levine wrote on the game's website. To make the challenge ahead, I need to refocus my energy on a smaller team with a flatter structure and a more direct relationship with gamers. In many ways, it'll be a return to how we started, a small team making games for the core gaming audience, unquote. Levine added that his new Leaner Studio will quote foster the most his direct Wiener Studio. His Wiener Studio will foster the most direct relationship with our fans possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing still good to keep it together up until that point too. And we'll focus on making content that is delivered digitally. <laughs> so he's gonna finger everybody <laughs> individually. <laughs> yep. I'm Ken Levine. I've come here to finger you. Would you like? Would you? Would you like person team? Would you like it in the butthole? We prefer the word. Would you like it in the hoo hoo? Or how about this? The mouth is used. (laughs) Whatever you like, I'll give you my digital content. The mouth wouldn't be the digital digital content is poop. (laughs) I stick, I stick my digits in my rumpus room before I stick them wherever you are, wherever you want it. That's not sanitary. I give you three options. No, it's not sanitary. Digital content full of corn. (laughs) <laughs> corny it's kind of a corny it's like if you were eating a corn succotash <laughs> but imagine the succotash is mostly no. poop as I said to my roommate when he didn't want to eat corn because he didn't like seeing it you're allowed to chew it 
<laughs> it doesn't Your really feces? Help. <laughs> well, you, legally you are allowed to. If you don't get it on the first round, try, try again. Divine it, right? <laughs> it's like urine. You get a few passes before it becomes poison. What is it? Three? Yeah. Six. I haven't tested it. There is a, no. There's a. <laughs> no, I know there's it a, is. There's a, that's a critical number to have memorized. <laughs> it's a smart one, right? Especially if you plan on getting on a raft and going out to sea. I think it's three. All right. Good. Okay. Now I hope I'm, it's three. I'm set for my trip this week. By the fifth one, <laughs> it's a strong flavor. Right. Oh, oh. Why did I eat asparagus Broccoli. at the buffet? Why did I bring asparagus in this survival pack? <laughs> Oh, I should have brought water, but all I brought was asparagus and sweet tarts. What a dumb combination. Yeah. Oh, it tastes terrible going down and coming out. I hadn't heard the sweet tarts before. Is that the actual? Oh, yeah. Makes your jizz like a box of Spixie sticks. How did we get and off urine on jizz? Powdery? Like. How did any of this happen? <laughs> I don't know. You're the one with the news story. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can you can control it. You know how many it. I didn't finish? You can control it by using a capo at just the right moment. Apparently, I misjudged a dosage of caffeine. It's like edging. <laughs> it's like edging, guys. Uh, you use a capo to help your edging. Just you guys e- know about edging? This explosion of power. You know what, Torgo? You're the one that said before the show you were hoping for a caffeinated Paul in this show. <laughs> so, reap what you sow, yeah, sir. Reap true. what you sow. That's, that's Red Bull number two. You didn't realize I had one before I went and taught my class. <laughs> so, that's number two. Now, this is something, but three takes me to a whole other plane of existence. I've done it before. Three within a six-hour period, I am a different man. Do the colors Two, bleed? No, but I'm going to have to use your facilities before I leave. See, after, after something you, is bleeding. After, after last week, I figured you'd be drinking three or four of those things and then grabbing somebody's hummingbird feeder and sucking the sugar water out right? of it. Well, last week was just a... I just hit a fucking wall, man. <laughs> you were exhausted. What is seems to be a an ongoing thing on the show, a, a category we'll just call Nature is Horrible. In a cautionary tale. How many more stories do we have? We have one. This one. This is it? This is it. Okay. This is the one. Pace yourself. As I, I've got to go poop. Now, hold on to yourself. <laughs> Take this with you when you go. Oh, all right? gross. Man. Can I use your capo when I go in there? No. Come on. <laughs> Okay. Man's capo is pristine. A man's capo is private. You know what I'd do with that capo? Do I want to know? Yeah, so you know how you use a capo, right? Yes. You gotta, yes. You gotta squeeze it yes. and then you stick it on your and, lips and, and blow. clamps. Right. Well, if you use it the right way in the bathroom, it can suddenly become a gapo. Oh, Lord. Yeah. A mouth is used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which gapo! Guys, you should see the look on Andy's face. He looks like <laughs> someone just shitting his nose. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> He is completely nonplussed. <laughs> Gapo. Gapo the clown? Is there somebody have that already? There has to be. Gapo the clown. Hey, you want a balloon animal? We'll reach in. <laughs> I'm Gapo. Ow. I'm Gapo the clown. I'll be here for a half hour. Only a half hour. If I stay any longer in this condition, I'll lose all rectal control. Do you understand how hard it is? I swear I've done this bit before. I think his name uh, is <laughs> I think I have done this bit before. I think his name is Goatsy. I have <laughs> 
That's his partner, Gapo and Goatsy. Gapo and Goatsy. And what's the what's the other one called? What's the other thing called? Uh, the, the 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 prolapse. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing, the thing you were looking for. Yeah. So you got Gapo and Goatsy and their oh. and their tiny assistant Prolapsy. Hey Prolapsy, bring that thing over here. Hurry up! I've only got twenty more minutes. Oh my god! Oh, hey kid, what do you want for your birthday? Reach in there! Oh, oh, oh. Ah, hey guys, I know that gig wasn't the most well paid, but I got three watches. <laughs> they're Oops. kids' watches, but I got three watches. We didn't pay for them. Well, yeah. I'm paying for them. Oh, you know, you know oh, what? Oh, oh, we actually got four watches. Oh, you know how much you can get for a poop covered Hot Wheels watch? <laughs> <laughs> Would you be surprised if I told you I did know? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Would you be shocked if I knew to the penny how much you could get from a poop-covered Hot Wheels watch? Not in the slightest. It <laughs> explains the gape with the clown eBay site. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a superstar seller. I got great ratings. <laughs> Just as promised. Just like in picture, covered in feces. Excellent. Expedited shipping. Seller was kind and prompt. Shit is everywhere. Great review. Four stars. Great seller. True to his word. Corn abounding. There are so many reviews that say poop abounding now. Yeah, you would suffer from my succotash. Capo the clown. Capo inverse capo. It's a pinata you don't want to be involved in. (laughs) Oh, they have to bash my anus with a bat. Blindfolded. (laughs) Get in here, Prolapsy. You take one. Oh, no. Prolapsy got fixed. (laughs) That bat knocked it back in. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's how it works. <laughs> what? That's not how it works. I paid a guy $1,500. He was no surgeon. I bet he was just a retired baseball player. Matter of fact, I was in his house. It was 2 in the morning. I bet he didn't even expect me. I should have made an appointment. Was he a baseball player or did he just hit me with a bat? Well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh. <laughs> We His magazines were terrible. The magazines in just... his waiting room were so dumb. <laughs> waiting room, living room, what? It was a, a kitchen dinette. I don't know. I was bleeding a lot. <laughs> in a cautionary tale. <laughs> what was rem- that last story? What? what he's trying to get story? to is the last the, the one story. Tra- yeah. Oh, okay. Go yeah, ahead. That, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're so kind. I thought I missed a piece. Oh, yeah, you missed a piece. Prolapse, he did. <laughs> Sit on that, prolapsing. <laughs> Get every last bit. You leave a trail of M&Ms for prolapsy. It turns into that Yeti from the Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, you're, you're you guys, taking one step beyond again. I don't, know, I don't know where the hell you went with that. You know that show? I've, used, I've talked about this before. It had such an impression on me as a kid. Have you guys seen that? Which one? So, on The Electric Company, there was an episode of Spider-Man. You know, uh, Morgan Freeman's in it, too. He's in this, he's in this episode. And the Yeti comes to uh, 
New York and is fucking shit up. He's sitting on cold things to get cold. He's crushing everybody's ice cream cones and things and taking over their milkshakes and stuff like that, sitting on their milkshakes. So Spider-Man traps him with a line of ice cream cones that the Yeti proceeds to stand over and squat onto. It's the most sexually (laughs) arousing thing you've ever seen. Ever seen. It's the most... I will go on record as saying it is the most erotic piece of children's television ever. Large hairy things. The most erotic things with their The ass. most erotic thing ever on uh, the Electric Company is the Yeti sitting on consecutive perky ice cream cones, but, while while Morgan Freeman bemoans his lost milkshake. But Rita Moreno was on that show. Oh, I'm telling you, this beats it with a stick. <laughs> that guy inside that costume, if he did what it looks like he's doing, would be, um. Gapo the clown. <laughs> a British woman. Gapo? Back from a trip to a Peru. Woman. <laughs> yes. Back from a trip from Peru was told her assumed ear infection was. <laughs> oh, oh, this is already. I can't even take it. Was actually. I can't take it. Maggots digging through her ear canal and devouring her flesh. And resourceful use of household products. Mm. The doctors first tried flushing the maggots out using olive oil, then finally resorted to surgery, discovering a, quote, writhing mass of maggots, unquote, inside her ear. Eight of the bugs were eventually removed from the unfortunate lady's skull. Says Harris, quote, it was the longest few hours that I've ever had to wait. I could still feel and hear them and knowing what those scratching sounds were and knowing what what the wriggling feeling was just made it all worse, unquote. Obviously, Harris's gory problem is enough to prompt even the least paranoid person to make an urgent appointment with their doctor, but thankfully, there are some telltale signs which Harris missed that you could that alert you to the presence of brain invaders. During her trip, Harris reported that the side of her head closest to the maggoty ear constantly ached, her ear often seeped liquid, and once she even removed a fly from it. So take note, if you have recently dislodged a fly from your ear, you are likely playing host to the maggot show. Now Paul has a hideous face on. <laughs> He's not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to, because I've had an ear infection for a month and a half. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> no, you haven't. You've got maggots. <laughs> <clears throat> maggots. Maggots. Maggots are falling like rain. That's really... Probably an actual, oh, is it? That's a guar song. It's got to be a heavy metal song. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, do it in the style of. Uh... <laughs> no, it's guar. Okay. Maggots are falling like rain. I think it's called Maggot Rain, and we're so proud. Hmm. That's weird. But I, in this turn, tar- in assume. this case, the parody version would be maggots, maggots, maggots are eating my brains. That's that's yep. true. That's Instead right of falling like rain. Yes. I also, thought... that's the grossest. Well, so is are we just understand that the flies in Peru are aggro? Or they like British flesh better? That's is this a thing that happens often in Peru? I don't know. I, I what? I, you what, don't hear about this she, much, so I assume not. Is she not. like way down on her hygiene? Is it one of those Who things knows? where she had like a shit smelling ear, and the I, fly was like, "Hey, party over here." Well, and the thing I thought maggots only ate dead flesh. Usually they do. They only eat yeah, decomposing. I imagine they eat what's ever closest to them. Although well, there is if, some very invasive flies. If you species. get an infection some, in your yeah. ear, there's going to be some necrotic tissue yeah, in I there. Guess. Because, because they used to use that as a. They used to be a medical. They actually showed it was gladiator. They showed that I think, but they they used to actually 
was put maggots on there to eat, eat up the eat wound. The right. But then you got things like the bot fly, which lay their eggs under the skin. They eat them, they eat themselves out of your skin. So it's you know un- not unprecedented. Yeah. Ah. I don't know. So weird. What eats out your skin? Write to us. Comments oh. at EvelyCouchShow.com. Gapo the clown. And uh, since I, since you are so eager to poo, I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous poo. 80s Jeff. Fact-checked Andy. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. You know, because Gapo the Clown ain't real. That doesn't bother me, but that friggin' fly story is going to bug me for months. Bug yeah, you. He's going to be doing this with his ear. It's like going to yeah. bug oh, you. It immediately, yeah, it immediately freaked me out when I read it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Seems like every week there's <laughs> some horrible nature story. That's. I'm going through a tympanic panic. Hi, I'm that th- sommelier. I can't remember that my sommelier? name. What's my name? What's his name? Isn't it Harry? No, no. rhymed with sommelier. Did it? He tried yeah, to was, that, was it Harry Gray too. the sommelier? Maybe. Harry Gray? You Harry, know. it's his Harry Gray or something like that. Okay. Harry yeah. Gray the sommelier. Yeah, I yes. <laughs> I just make rhymes, that's all. I'm going to leave. I got a date with Gapo tonight. <laughs> He's going to make me a balloon animal, literally. He's going to turn me into... He's going to twist me in ways. He's going to make you a blue knot animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh.